Welcome to Helping Challenging Children. I am Dr. Pat McGuire, author of Never Assume Getting to Know Children Before Labeling Them. I am also a developmental pediatrician who has worked for over 30 years helping children, adolescents, and families learn how to get along and create the best environment to create happy, healthy, and productive adults. This podcast provides knowledge and support to help parents and professionals survive and thrive with challenging children. Each episode will look at a topic that affects how children develop, learn, and behave. Hi, Dr. Pat McGuire here. Today I saw a video um, made by Prince Harry and Meghan Markle of their son Archie, who just turned one. And they did something which is very important for all young children. They created an event to help stimulate the senses and stimulate the development of language. So what did they do? They read him a book. They read him the book, Duck Rabbit. Now this is a very common beginner book for infants. And it begins to show them that our differences between uh, objects and how we interpret them. I don't know if you've ever seen the book Duck Rabbit, but basically you see from the head up, and so all you see is a circle and then two long projectiles coming out of the side. And depending upon how you perceive it, it either looks like a duck bill or it looks like rabbit ears. And Archie really was enjoying the book. He was showing great developmental skills of being, under, being able to understand how to turn a page in this book that is a thick uh, kind of construction book. And he would get excited with his mom when she would point things out. And she had a lot of... Um, enthusiasm in her voice, which all good parents have, and you don't have to be an actress like Meghan Markle to be able to do it. All parents can read with enthusiasm. Like when my kids were small, I read the book called The Big Red Strawberry, The Mouse, and The Big Hungry Bear. I think it was called The the Mouse, The Strawberry, and The Big Hungry Bear. But it starts out with Hello, little mouse. What are you doing? Oh, I see. Is that a big, red, ripe strawberry? Now, that's all I remember right now of the the book, you know, the exact book. But I could tell you the rest of it. But what I showed you was the enthusiasm, the excitement, the curiosity that goes along with language. And language is very important for our children for when they start school. Because if you look at reading, writing, and arithmetic, they all use language. They all involve manipulation of sounds to convey meaning. And when they get in school, they then add in a visual pictorial of what those sounds look like. Now, I don't know if you realize this, but 
close to 10% of our children, actually 9.7%, are classified as somewhere in their lifetime of having a prevalence of learning disabilities. Now, learning disabilities are based on a discrepancy between potential and achievement in the academic subjects. But learning disabilities actually come out of developmental difficulties between zero and five. That is when we really need to help these kids become more aware of their senses and what their senses are picking up and what those senses mean. Have you ever watched a little child trying to imitate you? Babies start out with just trying to blow bubbles and then they get to the point where they're trying to figure out how to move their lips and their tongue to make the same sounds you do. So between six months and a year, you start hearing the ma, 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 ma. These are all important sounds that they learn by listening and also by watching us. So the more opportunities we can give our children to hear us and to see us, to show that books are important because they have a visual picture of what they're hearing and what they're otherwise seeing, will aid them as they enter school. So we have an opportunity now for people that have young children and are unfortunately sheltered at home to be able to enhance their awareness of everything that they sense, what they see, what they hear, what they feel, what they smell. When you watch kids, that's exactly how they're learning. They get their hands dirty. They get in and start manipulating things. They love to play with sounds. Younger kids, you know, a year to two years, they do a lot of screeching. They, they can go from low to screech. So helping them understand how to manipulate that sound to convey meaning and how to then be able to show that sound as far, as far as a picture goes, which could be literally a picture drawn, or it could be letters in a word. It could be symbols such as in math. These are all opportunities that can be done every day. Whether you're counting dandelions now that dandelions are out, or if you're counting rocks as you're going on a walk, take time to notice those things. So what if you only get to the end of the block? You have a multitude of nature to help your child learn. And we know that the more opportunities children have to learn how to process their senses, the less difficulty they'll have when they get into school. An example from when kids are in school that has shown a difference was many years ago, uh, a doctor, um, parrot, uh, conductor in the Winston-Salem uh, Orchestra took a, a group, an instrumental group, into the lowest income school in the area. And for three years, for 16, I think it was 16 weeks a year, they would share music and then discuss what the music meant, what the sounds made you think of, 
and eventually how to write their own music. And before they started this grand experiment, only about a third of the kids were passing their standardized tests in third grade. The children that went through this three-year program, it was more like 85 to 90% were passing. And they weren't being given extra study time in reading, writing, and arithmetic. They were given time to learn how to process what they were seeing, what they were hearing, what they were feeling, and how, did the, how that then would relate to life. So you can help your child have a lower risk of learning disabilities when they hit school, despite the stress going on right now, by spending that time helping them enrich their brains with, a, with an awareness and a curiosity of all that's around. So let's work on our three R's. But it's not reading, writing, and arithmetic. Maybe you can think of what those three R's should be. Rhythm, that'd be one. I don't know the other two. But that's because I need some young kids to help me think about R's. Reading rabbits and running around, how's that? something fun. Bring this part of your day. I'll see you next time.